Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yes, uh, welcome to the uh, the Dogcast brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, Tim Edwards, and joined in the uh, the studio by Greyhound Racing SA's uh, racing manager, Sean Matheson. How are you, Sean? Great, thanks, Tim. Yeah, great to be here. Looking forward to the show today and uh, the Greyhound Racing in South Australia really heating up this time of year. Yeah, we're in September, which means uh, that is all the big racing in South Australian Greyhound Racing, the Oaks, the Derby, the Match Racing, the Adelaide Cup. It's all coming up over the next five weeks. We'll be here each and every week over the next five weeks to uh, to talk about what's happening in Greyhound Racing SA and more importantly, hopefully find uh, the listeners a winner or two. We've got a big show coming up. We're going to review all the uh, the news and the results from Greyhound Racing SA over the last few weeks. Uh, we'll also preview the big night on Thursday night. We've got heats of the SA Oaks and the Derby. Our interview this week is going to be with Ryan Tugwell. Well, Ryan, of course, is Lauren Harris's partner, and uh, they've got a big decision to make over the coming weeks. They've got their star champion, Shadow Mist, over in New South Wales at the moment heading potentially towards the million-dollar chase, or will it be coming home back here to South Australia to run in the Adelaide Cup? That's uh, all coming up on this week's edition of the Dogcast. The Week in Review. Okay, the Week in Review is brought to us by Fresh Pet Food Co., proud suppliers of fresh pet food uh, for our Gap SA Greyhounds for the duration of their foster care and, of course, the first week of their adoption. And they're based right here in South Australia. If you want to know more about them, Jump on the website, freshpetfoodco.com.au. Righto, Sean, we've uh, been off for a few weeks, so there's a lot to cover. Let's turn our attention back to the 30th of August. And, of course, it was Mount Gambier Cup Day. And uh, great to see the Mount Gambier Cup going ahead. There was, uh, I guess, some doubts during the COVID period whether that would be the case. But it did go ahead. Um, were you able to get down there, Sean? I wasn't able to get down there for the final, but I was able to get down there for the heats. And we conducted the box draw um, on the day, that a, a, a good crowd at the heats, and I know they had a, a, a fantastic crowd um, on the Sunday. The Bourne Kennels Mount Gambier Cup, um, again, as you said, Tim, it was great that the club and GRSA were able to get this off the ground for the club and mm. for the participants in the southeast, um, and um, they did a great job on the day. I know it was well received, and um, and there was a it was a terrific race as well. It they got was. a terrific final. Yeah, Tim Aloisi Quinella the race, of course, having Sunset, Milo, and Kipling, and watching the race on television um, on Sky Channel. Uh, Sean, um, look, Kipling was the leader. Sunset Milo sort of sat behind it, um, railed up in the home straight. They drew clear from the others. It was a bit of a scrimmage just off the back straight. So Tim Aloisi would have been counting the money midway down the back. One of his was going to be winning. Sunset Milo, look, it's a funny angle there at Mount Gambier. If you're watching on television yep. at home, you, you just don't quite understand uh, the position there of the cameraman. So um, sometimes you'll think the outside has won, um, but you've got to give a length or two back to the inside because uh, the angle that the cameraman is on there at Mount Gambier uh, doesn't really do the, uh, the, the the angle justice, I guess you could say. And Sunset Milo was able to get the result for Tim Aloisi defeating Kipling. Rough Pearl ran a distant third. They ran 29-42. Both Greyhounds, first and second, Sean, are very good Greyhounds. Yeah, absolutely, Tim. Um, terrific performance by Tim Aloisi. We know that he's a, a, a predominant owner of Greyhounds yeah. across Australia um, and promotes SA racing fantastically well. And um, he's had his trainer's licence, but obviously through this period where dogs, you know, the high-class dogs 
uh, racing in South Australia need to be in an SA trainer's name. So Tim got his um, uh, full trainer's license upgraded. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a fantastic effort by him. He's only got the three dogs. All three of them made the um, yeah. Mount Gambier Cup final. He ran first, second, and fourth. Um, and it was really well supported. I mean, it was supported by the locals, by the the, the, guy, uh, the metro trainers, um, really getting behind the club. And it's, you know, you just don't understand... The club's gone through such difficult times mm. um, and to to have such a final and a fantastic race was a real credit to them. As you mentioned, Sunset Milo, um, he's been a terrific dog in Perth, uh, 29.42, went 29.29 in the heat, which was mm. 0.01 just outside the track record held by Raccoon. So a lot of ability. He's going to be a big player, you can imagine, in the coming weeks. Yeah. Um, Kipling. High-class speed dog. Rough Pearl for the Bartholomews did a great job in running third, a real step up in class. And Rajasthan, I'm really looking forward to Rajasthan when he, um, he does step back to the 600 and 700. Mm-hmm. We know he's a Sandown Cup winner and yep. uh, Sir Truculent will be waiting for him, no doubt. So that's going to be a real highlight as well in the coming weeks. Yeah, it was a solid field. Uh, you mentioned four of the Greyhounds there. Dinah Carney finished fifth, Corborn Terry, Call Me Billy and Little Ernest. So it was a really good race, the Mount Gambier Cup, as it should be and Sunset Milo was able to get the result there narrowly, but giving Tim Aloisi the uh, the Quinella. Uh, so that was the Mount Gambier Cup. That was back on the 30th of August. Of course, last Friday, uh, Sean, we had the final of the Gawler Classic. Uh, I was out there for that race, and uh, it was a strong field. Marley J ended up winning the race. Um, she defeated our boy Wolf and Chief Sabon. Uh, Fenimbulus ran fourth. It was a strong race. Uh, they ran uh, 22.78 over the 400. Marley J was in the right position, Sean, early on. It was switching over from the outside. Our boy Wolf and Chief Sabon were there, but Marley J was just too strong. Yeah, she's shown um, in, in her performances at Angle Park and, and that Gawler that she's got such high speed, and she did show that um, on Friday um, for – for, um, and. It, it's a real high-speed greyhound, and mm. I think it put that put that greyhound right in the race. Our boy Wolf has done a terrific job um, for the the Prowsers, um, and really coming through. Mm. Um, Chiefs of Bond ran a nice race again. A really strong final. This is part of the um, Brian Johnson series. Gawler has a four hundred meter um, series, and they'll also have a five hundred meter series at the end of the Brian Johnson. So in a few months' time. So, okay. Um, terrific money for these dogs that are paid up for these um, series. And a, and a real credit. Um, again, strong race. And Marley J a deserved winner. Trained by Liz Harley. Now, Liz wouldn't have too many greyhounds, Sean, in work? No, not too many. Um, she obviously with her partner, Tim Arachi. Yep. Um, they have a very small team, um, but they do a great job. And their strike rate's terrific. Mm. Um, again, done a great job with her. She's she's a progressive type and she's stepping up to, um, I think she's in the Oaks heats as well yep. this Thursday. So she is. She's a progressive type, and and twenty two seventy eight. Tim, they don't go much faster than that, particularly no. for a young dog. And the race before that on Friday was a cracker, Sean. I'm not sure if you caught it. Victor Boris was winning it, uh, ran down Golden Knight Air Marshal, who led towards the bend. But there were some good runners in this race: Bold Mirage, Air Marshal, Golden Knight. They're all really strong greyhounds, and Victor Boris was superb winning and running a time of thirty and seventy two. Yeah, I did. Um, I did catch the race. Air Marshal, we know mm. what a high speed greyhound he is for Ray Murray. And he loves Gawler. So I thought down the back, once yeah. he, he was high rolling in front, I thought that was it all over. But both Victor Boris and Golden Knight really charged home. These greyhounds, one would imagine they go very good at Gawler. Yeah. Um, they'll be heading towards the Gawler Cup, Gawler Cup. late yep. October. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you'd probably see all of these um, strong contenders through the heats. But it's 
you know, Victor Boris, um, more of a 600-metre dog, um, but over the 531 at Gawler, 3072, again, really strong performance. Yeah, it was a great win. It was great to see him lob nice and handy, and it was running down some good types there, as I said. Now, last Thursday night, Sean, we had the Kings and Queens final at Angle Park. Now, great to see Jabari win for Neil Mann. Of course, Neil hasn't been in the best of health, um, and, and for this greyhound to come and win the way it did, there was specking in the market for it late. I was watching it late at, uh, at night, and... Uh, I think it trimmed down from $20 to about $14, Jabari, but it got the money, defeated Springvale Shine and Springburner. It was a good race. Uh, lobbed handy Jabari, established, led the race, but Jabari lobbed second outside of it. And you sort of knew down the back that Jabari's pretty strong, so it was going to be really uh, hard to beat. Ran 30 and 30. Great to see it win for Neil Mann. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you said, Tim, Tim, uh, sorry, Neil's been bit of ill health. Steve Coates was looking after the Greyhound on the night and it would have been a real a, a burst of, for his spirits for mm. Neil to get the win. Uh, it wasn't a bad run in the heats, Jabari. Um, it was only just sort of um, uh, stopped the last little bit in the heats when running fourth, made the final. Um, had speed and I suppose when established led and Jabari ranged up along the outside, as you yeah. said, Tim, he's, he's a bit stronger than established um, and was able to run to the front and then he was just too hard to catch for the, the dogs in behind. Uh, the Kings and Queens was introduced um, as that sort of gap when the Oaks and Derby moved from 30 months down to 27 months. Yep. Been really well supported by the by the participants, having the, the, the guys against the girls effectively. Mm. And, we'll, and we'll look to continue this race as a, as a race in its own right now because um, it's got such great support and it's a real good lead-in for some of these dogs into, uh, into our feature races. But as you mentioned, Tim... Uh, terrific win by Jabari. Um, hopefully he can go on and, and progress. Yeah, it was a great performance. Uh, the other race I'll just touch on Thursday night, Sean. Um, we saw Sir Truculent go over the shorter trip last Thursday night. I'd love to get your comments on his performance. I thought he looked a bit flat uh, in that race over the 5.15. He sort of missed the start. He didn't really attack the line like I expected him to late. He sort of ran on, but there was no crushing sort of sectionals there. Rajasthan was able to win, defeating uptime girl Alinga Mao. Sir Truculent finished second last. I was just a tad disappointed with his run, Sean. Yeah, I mean, I think we expect so much of him mm. um, through what he's done over the, the, the 731 in particular. Um, looking at it on face value, and, and obviously Wally will know, Wally Harkins will know much more about his performance. He looked a little bit lost as to where he was on the track. Yeah. Um, that he's sort of thinking, hang on, I should be revving up down the back straight and he's in the front straight, mm. you know, the last time. So, mm. um, listen, the fifth, the 5.15, he hasn't raced over it for a long period of time. He's really been over the staying trip. Said, uh, looked a bit lost. He's back to 600 on Thursday night. Um, listen, he still ran home quite well, considering yeah. um, where he was. Um, so... I'd forgive him for that run. Let's see him Thursday night over 600. Yep. I think he'll he'll bounce back. Um, yeah, I just think we expect a lot of him. I do. We, we yeah. do, and he's had a tough campaign. But I'll tell you what, he's copped a good race there Thursday. We'll go through <laughs> yes. that in the preview. It won't be a walk in the park for him on yeah. Thursday night, and we're just going to get a guide of where he is actually at right now because, as I said, it's hard to judge him on a shorter race of a 5.15, but I was just expecting him to power home late and take margins off those uh, top three or four, but he didn't. So we'll see what he does on Thursday night. And, of course, the the start prior, Shawnee, was able to win the, the Stayers uh, distance final, wasn't he, as a truculent? So that's yeah. his caper. That's right. Yeah, he's been brilliant over the staying trip. Best stayer in the state by, by a fair way. Um, he's He deserves a forgive run. I think yep. he, he had it Thursday, and, and really not the right distance for him. 
I think it was the only race that really Wally was able to go into mm. um, on Thursday night. So, um, yeah, looking forward to um, back to 600, back to see this, the real Sir Traculin on Thursday night. And before we wrap, wrap up the uh, the weekend review, we should touch on Shadow Mist, uh, trialling around at Wentworth Park, running some very quick time, Sean. Uh, we'll chat to Ryan Tugwell a bit later on. But, of course, Shadow Mist is our Premier uh, State Sprinter here at the moment. And uh, good luck to Lauren Harris and Ryan Tugwell. They're, they're chancing their arm with Shadow Mist over in New South Wales. Absolutely. I think they're giving themselves every opportunity to, to make a really informed decision um, by going across to New South Wales. They said, we'll talk to Ryan and he'll, he'll detail it a little bit better. Um, he is our national SA sprint champion and, yep. and he would have been competing against um, the Group 1 dogs um, a, a couple of weeks ago. As it is, there's no national final. He's taken this opportunity because being the state champion, mm. he, he gets a spot in the Million Dollar Chase semifinals if mm. they want it. So he's taken an opportunity to take two trials with the dog um, and just work out where he's at. Um, one would imagine it's it's probably posed more headaches it for has. him mm. and Lauren um, based on the way he's performed. But listen, as you and I, Tim, both parochial SA supporters of Greyhound yeah. Racing, there'd be nothing better for us to see him, one, either in the Group 1 Adelaide Cup yep. or winning the million-dollar chase against the, the New South Wales, Victorians, everyone from around Australia. Mm. Nothing better than seeing SA perform on the national stage. Yep. We'll chat to Ryan a bit later on. That was the Week in Review. That's brought to us by Fresh Pet Food Co. Look them up, jump on their website, uh, type in freshpetfoodco, all one word, .com.au. Now the kids are all at school. I was wanting a fur baby to keep me company, but we're always away during school holidays. Then one of the school mums told me about Gap SA's foster care program. <laughs> Not kids! That ship has sailed. Adorable retired greyhounds. They give unconditional love without back chat or needing extra pocket money. Now I'm the one getting pocket money. Yep, Greyhound Adoption Program SA give me everything I need, including a weekly payment. It's only a six-week commitment. Check it out. GapSA.org.au. Best thing I ever did. The Preview. Okay, the preview is brought to us each time here on the Dogcast by the SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. Jump on Twitter, type in search at the dogs SA and get on board. And as always, gamble responsibly. So we look at this Thursday night's program, Sean. It's a ripping card. Um, we got heats of the Oaks and the Derby. I'll be down there Thursday. Uh, 12 race program. And we start off, before we touch on these Oaks and Derby heats, we should touch on race one because it is a ripping race. We've got... Sir Traculin back to the 600 drawn box four. You've got Golden Knight drawn the, the inside, who we know is a very strong finisher for Troy Murray. And Tura Ziggy, I think, the blowout dog in the race, I think he's better drawn out deep. And if he can get a clean start, he'll give this a shake. So it's a wonderful race. Sir Traculin, I reckon the punters will gamble with him a little bit here, Sean. Yeah, no, I, th I think you're, you're right. Again, um, I think, based on what we said earlier in the show about his performance over 500, I think then um, you will gamble on him. But but you're going to gamble on him a little bit because it's such a strong race, mm. as you mentioned. And um, the likes of Golden Knight and Tura Ziggy have effectively drawn where they want to draw. Yes. And they have got impeccable record at, at the moment. They're going very well. So Traculant will have to be um, back to somewhere near his top over the 600 to, to defeat them. We know what he can do. We saw what he did in the Shane McQueen. Yes. He broke 35 seconds on two occasions. He's probably going to have to do that again on mm. Thursday night to win. 
I, I'll be sticking with him, Tim. Mm. Uh, you know, we're both huge fans of the yes. dog. Um, You'd have to tip him, but, yeah. but you wouldn't be surprised if he got rolled. No, not at all. And and I think this is a real, just a real taste of what's going to come over the coming weeks. We put this race on as race one, a mm. fantastic race. We've got a really strong program, but it really get the, the, the punders, the people who like SA Greyhound Racing, really involved in what's coming in the coming weeks. And what a great race to kick it off. Yep. No, looking forward to it, race one. Now, let's have a look at the uh, the Oaks and the Heats of that particular series. We're looking at races two and three there on Thursday night. So, essentially here, Sean, I'm guessing it'll be a first four across the line in both races? Yeah, they're eight dog finals. Um, so, the, the Heats of the Oaks, there's two Heats of the first four for yep. the Oaks. For the Derby, when we when we talk about them, the Derby, um, there's three Heats mm. of those. So, it'll be the um, the the first two in each Heat. And then the two fastest thirds will make it. Okay. All right. Well, let's look at heat one for the SA Oaks. Um, Markets early at this stage, uh, having Weblek World potentially the favourite. Love and Thunder is going to be right there for Jeff Britton. Uh, Oakvale Style and Funimbulus. Now, we should just say too, Sean, these greyhounds that do come over from Victoria, they've got to be raced in a local trainer's name. Is that right? Yeah. So there is a little bit of confusion, Tim. And and again, it's something that we sort of can't control. It's it's sort of existed for a while, is that... um, our website is generated through New South Wales, mm-hmm. the, the dog's website, and it's the SA arm of that. Yep. But so when, when a, we get a change of trainer, a trainer nominates the dog and it gets drawn into a field, mm-hmm. it flows through to the New South Wales website. GWIC, which is the um, person arm of that, yep. has these dogs trained by a different person. So what happens is GWIC overrides Ozchase onto mm-hmm. the website. And so Jeff Britton comes up as an example, as the trainer of Love and Thunder. Yes. When um, Nathan Wilson is training the dog, he nominated the dog. It's in his name, but it caused a little bit of confusion. It updates the next day. Okay. So just to make it clear that um, the way the conditions are with COVID and the regulations around dogs racing in SA from another state, they have to be trained and nominated by an SA trainer. But these are the anomalies that do happen, and it it gets overridden. But just want to be clear about that. Okay. Well, I'm glad you cleared that up. Um, So where where are we looking here in SA for the SA Oaks here, Heat 1, Sean? It looks a really interesting race. Webleck, Whirl, Love and Thunder's got some strong Victorian form. Kurong Dash, you wouldn't be surprised, drawn the inside. And perhaps Oakvale style is probably our best chance. Yeah, listen, I I, uh, agree with that, Tim. I mean, I suppose that interstate dogs have always have a – a fantastic record interstate dogs that would normally come here yeah. have a great record in these sorts of races. They've been sent across. Um, they're owned um, in the names of, um, uh, or sorry, Nathan Training and um, Neville uh, for Webleck Well. Yep. So, but they are, they really probably haven't had a look at the Angle Park track. Mm. So there's a little bit of an unknown as to mm. how they're going to go. Um, they're strong performers. But in this heat, I agree with you. Oakvale style um, out in the seven has a record on the board has um, raced against um, some of our better dogs, Kurong Nugget, Fly for Fun, Fly for Tricks, who's going exceptionally well. I think it'll be a strong contender, along with the eight Fernambulist, who who I did like last week in the um, the Gawler Classic and, and got to the rails first and then bumped the rail and, and out the back. But this dog has a good record from box eight and does have high speed. So yeah. I think the locals could be the real, the real um, the local, main locals, mm. <laughs> would be the ones to beat here. Yeah, she'll have to go a bit better than last start. She ran behind Halley's Girl that day, Oakvale style. So uh, she is probably our best chance locally, but uh, those Victorian greyhounds have certainly got 
uh, some very strong ability. Now, heat number two for the SA Oaks uh, is race number three. Hallie's girl we just spoke about. She's going to have to go better than what she normally does. But I think Quinnish is probably our best chance here, Sean, box three. Yeah, for Kieran Corby, would be our best chance. Uh, Marley J, I do think um, if she can um, get the 500 metres strongly, again, um, she showed um, in the Gawler Classic how far she can go. Her best time over the 500 is is 30.08. She'd need to go a touch quicker than that. I am thinking um, this heat, my girl Kizzy, which is um, trained by Nathan Wilson um, from Victoria, has a fantastic record off the one. Yep. I think the one box is going to help help her. But definitely Quinnish, um, if she can find the front, she's going to be very hard to beat. And she can come out in a 4.46. So... She would be our best chance in that heat. Yeah, my girl Kizzy, you mentioned there the good box one record. She's won three times from the red. Marley J, of course, box six in that race. Of course, the winner of the Gaul, the Sprint Classic last Friday. Yep. So, again, she's going to have to go better than what she did last week. Yep. So, they're the two heats of the Oaks. We've got three heats of the Derby. Uh, we start off in race number five, heat number one. Um, look, Major Major, he's always been a greyhound I've had time for. But, boy, this is a really strong heat. Fly for Tricks has been really impressive its last three or four we know what sort of time it can run at Angle Park. Major Major is another one that's just been competing against the likes of Shadow Mist as well, Sean. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I think, I mean, he's the he's the dog that's done it. He's beaten um, our free-for-all company before. Yep. Um, so he's the dog with the form on the board. He's the lowest grade dog in the race. Fly for tricks, though, for Jay McNichol. That 29.53 um, was amazing three starts ago. Um, and then's come out and won back to back at Gawler. Um, he said exhilarating. I look, we looked at this heat um, when the when we were grading it, and looked and gone and said, "Geez, this is a strong heat." But to be fair, they're all strong heats. Mm. But definitely, they they're the two major players. Major, major fly for tricks. If I was looking at it, you'd think major, major he get to the rails first, um, and that might be the deciding factor. If fly for tricks can head him off. Again, I think one of those two will be winning. Yeah, they both should qualify for the Derby final anyway. Um, race six on the program, we've got uh, Kurong Nugget, the second heat of the Derby, drawn box one for Cam Butcher. We know that Cam's always had a, a good dog, and uh, I guess I guess we'd probably need to check in with Cam too, how Kurong Lucy's actually progressing. Is she going to be a chance for the Adelaide Cup, Sean? Uh, well, j- just talking about Kurong Lucy, I, I did speak to Cam uh, um, two weeks ago because um, she came up in the markets as doubtful um, for, you know, looking at the Adelaide the futures, Cup, the yep, futures, yep. and she was doubtful. I rang Cam and said, oh, I just want to want to know where she was at. Mm. Um, he was, um, he said that's a fair assessment of her. He, he probably doesn't think that um, she would get back for the Adelaide Cup. He, he even said, and Cam can always be a little, very understated about what he says. He, he, he would love her to get back to the racetrack in some form, but he even has some doubt whether she'll make it back to the racetrack. Mm, so, okay. again, she's fit and healthy, bouncing around at home, but she might just not be able to get back to racing. So I definitely would say if anyone looking at the Adelaide Cup, I just don't, she just won't be there. That's, what, that's why Doubtful's put yeah. alongside her name. Yeah. Um, so how did you see heat number two, Sean? Yeah, again, I think um, Kurong Nugget for Cam Butcher. We, we showed that um, he won the champion puppy. Um, he's drawn perfectly in box one. Not a lot of speed around him. Um, so I expect him to be um, to be leading and winning, really. I was really taken with the Graham Smith dog, Woodside Zulu, uh, his last two runs. Mm. Walks out of the boxes, but he's charged home his last two. Again, he'll probably be back towards the tail here, um, but he'll be running home really strongly. And the Graham Smith team, after the adversity he had through the bushfires in early in the year, yeah. 
to come back and, you know, all of his dogs are performing. So it's a real credit to Graham and the team. But I think Woodside Zulu is a, is a dog to follow. And if he can make the final, he can give himself a chance. So that's definitely thing he'll be running on. But Cam Butcher's dog, Corong Nugget, hard to beat. Yep, drawn the inside, agree there. And the third and final head of the derby, race number seven. Uh, look, for mine, Hank the Hustle was a little bit disappointing down the straight the other day at Murray Bridge. But I just don't think he was suited to that sort of uh, circuit. This is a much more even race. Uh, Private's been going well since joining Troy Murray's kennel. It's probably been the greyhound that's got the most upside, I guess you could say. Yeah, I think um, Private, I think stepping up to the 500 will suit this dog. Um, He's been running over the short course. Troy Murray team's in terrific order. They know what they're doing with these dogs. So no doubt they would have eyed off the Derby series with him. It'll be good to see how he goes over 500. As you mentioned, Hank the Hustler. Um... We know a lot of trainers do use the straight track mm. just to, to, you know, to top off the dog's training. Um, so maybe Hank the Hustler was just look, needing a hit out over the sh- over the, the straight yep. for the derby. Um, Webb Lake Jets, the other dog, which is trained by Neville Leckel, um, had been racing in Victoria. Uh, was a good winner two starts back. A nice second on Saturday night at the Meadows and does have form behind Catch the Thief, mm. um, which we know is going to be a huge player in the Adelaide Cup Series. So... Um, Hank the Hustler for the locals, if you if you like, and Webb Lake Jet, I think, is going to be a strong player. Alfieri, can he get back into the winners list race? Eight, Sean, drawn box one. He's totally, I guess, not the dog he was twelve months ago. He's not the doggy, not the doggy was. I've got my fingers crossed for Bill Woodarchik that he gets um, back to back to his top. Um, I don't think he's been as disappointing as perhaps um, his figures show. He definitely hasn't won for a bit. He was still a really good run last start, running second. Mm. The trick for him is clear running through the the last half of the race, really. And yeah. he he wants the rails. So um, he gets his opportunity on Thursday night, drawn box one. We know he can go fast. And I'm hoping he begins and just gets clear running around that first turn. We can see what he can do. But again, um, there's no easy race this no. time of year. And it's, it's terrific to see Sunset Milo step up to open company um, because he's really on target again for big player in the Adelaide Cup. So we'd love to see what he can do against what is a very strong free-for-all race. Yeah, it's a fabulous meeting there on Thursday night. What did you mark as the best bet, Sean? Well, what I liked, again, I I think it's a really tough program. Um, I do like um, in race uh, 10, Mm. number seven rushes for Lisa Rasmussen. Forget last start's performance in the final of the Kings and Queens behind Jabari. um, Found some trouble early, was wide on the track, and the race was over down the back, as we said, Jabari ran to the front. Go back on on his win two starts ago. He went um, 29-8. He he positioned midfield, and he ran over the top of what what was a good heat. Mm. Um, He's going to get a good look at the Greyhounds in front of him here because there's good speed, likes of... um, Peter Lee, Little Earner, Bold Mirage, all in the race. They all go forward. Mm. He's going to get a good run into the race. I can, again, see him being a lot closer this week and um, coming over the top of him. All right. So your race, race 10, number seven. I thought Super Blue was worth a play there on Thursday night. Race four, number two. He's a greyhound. I've got a fair bit of time for. His um, last preparation was running over longer distances, Sean. He's over the 5.15, but uh, his win at Gawler two runs ago was excellent. And I know he cops Wooden Tiger in this race. Wooden Tiger's probably going to be giving him a little bit of a start. But Super Blue for mine, he's drawn where he needs to be. He is strong at the end, but he has been showing a bit more speed in his last couple of starts. So I reckon he'll be worth a play at around that $5 mark on uh, 
on Thursday night, race for number two. It is a wonderful program. It always is this time of year. We've got uh, two heats of the Oaks, three heats of the Derby, 12-race program, the first local time at 6.40. And if the first event, as we said, Sean, we get to see Sir Truculent go around. So it is a wonderful night. That was the, the preview, I guess. Um, and that's thanks to SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Jump on board at the Dogs SA and get on board. And as always, gamble responsibly. The Interview. Yeah, the interview this week, of course, is uh, going to be with Ryan Tuggle. He's about to join us on the Dogcast uh, today. Ryan, good morning to you. Morning, Tim. How are you going? Very well. You've got uh, Tim Edwards here and Sean Matheson. Ryan, obviously it's an exciting time to be a greyhound trainer and none better for you right now, yourself and Lauren. You've got Shadow Miss, the exciting greyhound. Where's, uh, how's he going, first of all, over there in New South Wales? Yeah, really good. He actually arrived home um, last night, so um, we went and picked him up from the airport and, um, yeah, he's travelled really well and, yeah, settled back in nicely, so um, no, he's in good shape. We we saw him run here, Sean, I guess, over the last month or two, uh, and Ryan. Um, we saw him run here, and he ran really well. He was uh, clearly our best sprinter. Kurong Lucy got injured. She was out the out of the race, I guess you could say. But I guess the question mark was, what sort of time could he run over there in New South Wales at a new track, something he hadn't been to before? And I guess, was there any ever any doubt there, Ryan, I guess, what I'm trying to say is from, from when you were winning these races here to have a crack over there? No, it was just an inch. It was, it, it, to be honest, um, you know, once we won the, the state final there, it did take a little while for, for everything to sink in. Um, and you've got all these carrots dangling in front of you uh, moving forward. Um, but uh, with regards to a few different options, obviously with the two races clashing, but once we sort of were able to sit down and dissect the calendar a little bit, we, we identified an opportunity that we could give him a, a couple of looks uh, over there, which, which was important to us to, um, for a number of reasons, not only just to see what time he could run, obviously that's important, but, um, you know, how he travelled, how he settled into a new environment in a, in a short space of time. And, you know, thus far he's, he's just ticked all the boxes for us. Um, you know, he travelled super um, Kayla did a great job with him while he was while he was over there, um, and you know he, he posted the time on the board. It was a nice improvement. It was a really nice first up look running at twenty nine eighty six. I think the the um, you know the five forty two first split, and, and you know I don't really understand the times over there a hundred percent, but they're telling me that thirteen seventy seven is going pretty good down the back too. So yeah. to knock a couple of tenths off that. Um, you know, second look at the track was um, was very pleasing, that's for sure. So is the plan now to come back here, run in the potential match race series, and if he wins that, uh, there's a golden ticket into the Adelaide Cup, then that really does throw open the options for you guys. It's, uh, it's scary to think, but, you know, that's that's reality, what, what we're looking at. He's, uh, we'll just give him a couple of days to settle in. We'll, we'll run our hands over and make sure he's checked out fine. I've, I've got no doubt he has. He's in really good order. Um I think at this stage the plan, uh, that, you know, the, the match race is certainly the, um, you know, the goal at this stage. Um, we'll probably try and race him, perhaps the week before that, um, if all's going well. Um, but yeah, the match race series, and then you know, we'll just we'll just take it week by week, basically. But um, I guess you know, we're, we're it, it's. I think the Adelaide Cup's going to be a, a fair bit greater. Um, series and what a lot of people are thinking this mm. year of hearing a lot of pretty good dogs coming over so you know we just had to 
we just had to put ourselves in a position that we could leave all the doors open and, and by doing what we've done, uh, we think that the, the preparation's just been ideal. Um, you know, obviously we're, we're going to target the match race series, but in the event um, that, you know, something happens or he doesn't make it or anything like that, we've left the door open, you know, for the other series over in New South Wales. So, you know, and, and based on those times, he, you know, he's, um, looks, you know, it, 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 he's in a good spot. So we think anyway. Well, Ryan, um, you know, um, congratulations on the way you've, you've progressed all of this because, um, again, I'm sure you were getting plenty of advice um, once he won the, the state final. And I think you and Lauren have managed this um, unbelievably well uh, for, a, for a young couple with, with a, a high-profile dog that's getting more and more profile um, based on his performance. And you've just, um, at the moment, you've ticked every box in giving him and the connections every opportunity to, um, you know, to compete at the highest level and, and you know, You've, you can go whichever way you see fit, but at least you have those options available now. So it's a real credit yeah, to you guys. There would have been no, Thanks for that. I appreciate that. Um, you know, and in conjunction with Matt and Sharon, you know, that, they've been, you know, they've been really supportive and, and you know, the, the, all along, um, it's just been what's best for the dog. And, you know, when I sat down, we sort of, I think we we're all just thinking Adelaide to start off with and then, you know, once Lauren and I sort of sunk in, it wasn't until about a week later it actually sunk in and we thought, well, you know, we, we have got the opportunity to go and trial and Matt and Sharon were just all for it and, you know, they've been they've been really good supporters of us and, and just, you know, doing what's right for the dog. Um, so, you know, there'd be nothing worse than, you know, potentially targeting a, an Adelaide series and, you know, through bad luck or just not being good enough that, you know, you, you're left with the option of going and racing in the semi-finals of a million-dollar race and not having gone and seen the track. So, yeah. you know, we just, we just, you know, once we sat down and, and, and pegged it all out, we thought, no, that's the best plan moving forward. So that's what we did. And, yeah, we couldn't be happier at the moment with everything. So. I, I suppose, Ryan, one question that I've got with Shadow Mist. Shadow Mist had... had um, had had a number of starts in Victoria and, and showed plenty, um, but mm-hmm. was, didn't wasn't didn't necessarily get to that top level. Um, you were able to get the dog, and you've really taken that dog to the top level. I mean, I think anyone anyone around Australia would suggest the dog is in in the top handful of dogs based on times racing anywhere, and he's showing it the way he wins as well. What was yep. the what? What has he shown you that's taken him from a dog that was a nice dog in Victoria to now being one of the top dogs? Is it just his demeanour? Yeah. His... Oh, look, he, he ran some, some super times in, in Melbourne. And, and when Matt and Sharon, um, you know, gave us a phone call uh, to, to see if we wanted to train the dog, um, you know, I believe it was actually the um, Bob Douglas, the old trainer, who actually suggested to them that the best thing for the dog might be to have a bit of a change-up. But the ability was always there. Um, you know, I guess we just got him home and, and um, you know, I believe that the, you know, the people that we have check our dogs are, are the best going around and, um, you know, we, he was in great order when he came over. Um, we just gave him a, a trial at, um, at Murray Bridge um, just as a starting point. He went exceptional. Um, we moved him through, um, you know, through the, the 395 up to the 455 and, you know, the way he went about his business there was, was really good. Um, and then, you know, once we just went to Angle Park, he's just thrived. And I, and I think the, you know, the important thing is he just, um, he just clicks with, with our working routine at home. I mean, everyone trains dog, this dogs differently, but, um, you know, he, um, he obviously just thrives on, on what we, what we do here. And, 
you know, it's just all about, you know, I've just always said just keeping the dogs fit, healthy and happy and, and making sure they're, they're 100% is, and they'll do the talking. And, you know, at the end of the day, once once you shut the lids, there's not much you can do. But um, yeah. all you can do is get them to the track in the best order that you can. And, you know, it's up to them to, to do the rest. But I just think he's just really clicked with, with what we do um, here. Um, but, yeah, we're just obviously just wrapped with the way he's progressing. And, you know, to, to even fathom... Having these options is just um, it's just a, a little bit surreal, but it's um, something we've had to take on board. And I think, yeah, with the plans we've we've done, we're we're pretty happy at this point. Yourself and Lauren Ryan, you um, you ventured into a big business up there uh, near Strathalban. Um, you bought a property, and you've got a lot of greyhounds up there. I don't know how many in work now, but it was a bold move that you made. What was it, three or four years ago now? Yeah, just uh, just over four. Um, yeah, we bought ten acres up here. Um, and um, yeah, with the view of um, expanding the race, the race kennels that we had, um, we had a view that you know we we had a few brood bitches that we wanted to, to walk some litters out of and, and rear our own pups, and you know a few of them are starting to flow through now, and we've just had a oh, I think some five month old ones and some five week old ones at the minute, so you know it's all uh, all part of the process. But yeah, we've got a license for 40 dogs here. And, we don't necessarily have that many here, but um, yeah, we just have a try and keep an even flow of of race dogs. You know, the pre-training side dogs coming through of our own, and try and uh, try and keep uh, keep a happy medium there. So um, yeah, it's hard work, but you know, they're everywhere, everyone's in the same boat. But you know, we just take it on with uh, with open arms, and like we just uh, put the put the hard work in, and, and hopefully reap the rewards. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's all starting to to come to fruition now, so to speak. Yeah, and you got engaged a few years ago, Ryan. Have you set a date yet? Yeah, couple of years, sorry. Have you set a date for the wedding? Nah, it's too busy for that, Tim, too busy. <laughs> nah, not as yet. But um, So if Shadow, if Shadow Miss wins the cup, we can expect a date? Oh, possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or I'll, I'll, I'll commit to that. <laughs> All, right. All right, there you go. I'll hold you that on, on cup night. I'll come down and find you after the race if he wins. <laughs> Um, mate, uh, other greyhounds in the in the kennel that are going great guns. What happened to Daniel's Charlie? He was there early on, uh, and he yep. was showing massive ability. Yeah, look, we um, he's just uh, we just turned him out. He just uh, we had his bloods done, and he just wasn't um, his last couple of starts just weren't him. So we had some blood tests done, and that just showed a few little levels that were out. So we've worked hard on them, and he's actually in up straight tomorrow. So. Um, had a had a trial there Friday morning it went really nice so hopefully and Paul more importantly pulled up well so um, yeah I'm just um, yeah, excited to see what he what he can uh, he can do he's a he's a really nice type got a, a lot of mid race dash and um, yeah no very happy with uh, with what he's done that's that's for sure he's a nice type so have you got any uh, have you got any other stayers on the horizon that could potentially win the the Premier's Cup the Stayers Cup on Cup Night again this year? Ah uh, look you know. <laughs> Chris and um, and his guys have just bought a, uh, a another stayer. Uh, whether we get her up and about for that um, is yet to tell. She's only a young type, but she's well bred, so um, she only rocked up yesterday as well, actually. So um, yeah, we'll go through the motions there and um, yeah, see what uh, see what she can do. She's had the five starts for a couple of wins over in Sydney, so um, yeah, she's a nice type. Mm. All right, well, it's exciting times ahead, Ryan. Uh, best of luck to you and Lauren. Whichever way you go with Shadow Miss, but we'll look forward to seeing him in the match race series in, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, no, look, thanks for having us. And, um, yeah, we'll just uh, 
keep uh, get him checked over and make sure he's right to go. And um, yeah, he's uh, we're glad to have him back. That's for sure. Looking forward to it. Right. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Good, good on you. Thanks, guys. Ryan Tugwell there, our guest on the dog car. Sean, he's got some decisions to make both himself and Lauren over the coming weeks with Shadow Miss. There's some great decisions to make, though. You've got options open, as we spoke about earlier, with the Adelaide Cup and the, the million-dollar chase. So we look forward to seeing him in the Match Race Series, and uh, they're doing a great job up there at the property at uh, Finnis. Fantastic. Great great that he um, he's travelled back so well. Uh, he's back with, uh, with them um, last night, and he'll settle in well. He'll be... Um, looking at the match race series, one-on-one racing, that's going to be terrific. Yep. In a couple of weeks' time, some of the the best dogs going around will be um, matching up. Um, so really looking forward to that. Heading towards the Adelaide Cup. And as you mentioned, I mean, um, listen, some of those decisions are going to be tough, but I'm sure a lot of people are very envious of the position that they're both in. So we wish them all the best. I think they've done a great job so far. Yep. That's been another edition of the Dogcast. We'll be back next week to talk about the Oaks and the Derby finals. Uh, it's all coming up in the next few weeks here on the Dogcast. Cast.